Hi, this is Lauren Engel of Sidewalk Talk. We do a lot of interviews with EDM artists, pop artists, rappers, and people in the industry, letting you know what they do behind the scenes. Also, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter through the handle Sidewalk Talk Show. Hope you guys enjoy. Hi, this is Lauren Engel of Sidewalk Talk. Today, I'm here with Leo Black. Lauren, you work really, you walk really fast. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. I like this. I like this slow. You walk really fast. I was like, hold on, let me, uh, let me retract it. That was back like Big Sean because... It's <laughs> back like... I mean, that oh was my God. definitely like some track and field type of walk right there. Oh, my God. I'm really trying to get, like, whoever I'm interviewing to slow down so this is the first. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, did you play sports? Like Yeah. Yeah, what sports did you Swimming. play? Swimming. Okay, I was a competitive swimmer. Definitely. You you must have been really fast. Like, <laughs> yeah. laps. What was your lap time? Thirty two? I don't know. Oh, that's really fast. Meter. Thirty two is not bad at all. So you were born in I was born in LA. Yeah. Yeah, the city, like the you know, not Hollywood LA, like the mid LA, central LA. Um, and then I navigated out to uh, the IE, uh, which means like cities like Corona, Riverside, Inland Empire, places like that, San Bernardino. Then I branched out and moved to Ventura um, at one point in time. And this was all before high school. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and then once I got in high school, you know, I definitely, like, I revisited a couple places. Like, I revisited the IE again in LA. I was staying in Compton for a bit um, with my auntie. That's where she stayed as, like, summer school. You know, sometimes, like, it was times where I was supposed to be in school and I was in Compton, like, just chilling with my cousins, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, being a badass kid. <laughs> <laughs> what did your um, parents do? Uh, well, my mom, she is a nurse. Mm-hmm. And she's, like, she works at the registry, so she works at, like, different hospitals and shit. And my pops was, like, he owned a restaurant. And then um, my he had my grandma run the restaurant. <laughs> And she was just going crazy with like, um, cause she's really anal about things. <laughs> so she, at, like, it'll be months, and she'll have at a time she'll have a whole new staff, cause she'll fire so many new people oh that'll come up like one thing she don't like, and she'll be like, "You're fired." Kind of like on Addison Wonderland when she's like, "Off with his head." <laughs> she just cut her <laughs> oh like God. that. Like, <laughs> you're off of the chef. Oh my God. You're fired. <laughs> You know, things like that yeah. happen. Where do you but, get your where do you get your creative side from? Middle school, elementary, uh, before then, kindergarten, preschool. Like we I mean, I think when I was like uh, around twelve or thirteen is real when I really started to hit puberty and find myself, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, as as a young adult. And that's when I start running away at some points from home because I used to hit it at my house sometimes, like shit that I like was going on, and sometimes I just used to run away and I'll go run to my auntie's house because I started catching a bus, like the Metrolink, mm-hmm. in LA when I was like, I want to say fourth, fifth grade. So by the time I was in sixth grade, like I hit middle school, I can catch the bus anywhere in LA, like from Koreatown to mm-hmm. Inglewood at my grandma's house to Compton, or to um, to my school was Henry Clay in middle school, so. Um, and here in Clay, that's like Inglewood, Gardena area. So sometimes I just used to catch a bus from Central LA to Gardena, Inglewood. And my cousin used to stay out there sometimes too. I used to just go different places, you know, um, around LA though. Like I stay on the West Coast until I like 
got into, I want to say, just graduated high school and I caught my first plane, you know, and started going to different states and stuff. But where but did you for, get, but where did you get your creative side from? Like, was it from your parents? Was it from your friends? Like, your interests? Um, my creative side definitely came from um, my grandpa, because my grandpa, he, um, when I was growing up, he used to always take me to go get ice cream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And his Cadillac, he had with his A-Track, you know what I mean? And, and he used to play different music from, you know, when A-Track was out, you had like James Brown out, and you had Earth, Wind and Fire out, and you had um, like Prince out, and Michael Jackson, and all these guys, you know? Motown records, you know? So you, I used to hear a lot of um, jazz and um, music, music that came from, uh, you know that came from that that era of the A-track, and I was inspired by it, and that's when I started to, to write in myself and try to imitate the music that was on his A-track. Like I would go down and write stuff in my little notepad, my notebook. I write down some lyrics that I might have liked that I listened to, and it, at the time it didn't amount to nothing. Like I never kept all that stuff. I wish I did at this time. Like I mm -hmm. had the same notebooks I was writing when I was in elementary. You know. Um, <laughs> what kind of problems were you running from? Uh, from home? Yeah. Oh, you want to get to the dark stuff, huh? She's like, I want the needy grief. <laughs> um, you know, just uh, family shit that would just happen that <laughs> sometimes, like, I just, I wouldn't like it at my, at, my, at my household because certain things that was going on in my household. I don't really want to get too deep into family mm -hmm. um, just because there's still some things going on right now in my, in my life that I want to uh, be able to heal those relationships mm. um, before I start to talk about it, you know what I mean? So it won't be uh, interpreted the wrong way from the other people who may be watching this interview. Mm -hmm. Did you like school? I love school. I was a straight A student. Really? Yeah, yeah. I was really good in elementary and middle school, and in high school I had some issues, like um, just because I my I I mean I was uh, like I said I was catching the bus and stuff and going around to all these different cities in high school, and so I fell behind on credits because I used to live in so many different cities at the time. Like I couldn't keep up in my academic work because I'll literally go to one school for three months and then have to move to a whole different city, go to a whole different one, start over again. So some credits was like units were lost at the previous high school, and <laughs> I was never, I wasn't able to recover them. But when I became a senior, I, I had like sophomore freshman credits in high school, and I just remember like really hitting the books and going hard. And I didn't get to graduate on time, but I still got to graduate that year that I was supposed to graduate mm -hmm. because I was taking like college courses and oh. going to adult education and stuff and like going really hard. And at the same time in high school as well. And I was able to recover all those high school credits and eventually uh, go off to college right after community college. It was Ventura College, my first college. Oh, yeah. What was your favorite subjects? Well, my, uh, <laughs> my, um, what was it? Uh, my first course that I ever took when I was in high school, when I went to college, was hum uh, women's history. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I, I was in this class and it was all these women in the class, but I needed a history subject. <laughs> so I just picked it to graduate. I needed that unit. And um, 
I just remember like going in and sitting in this class, being in high school and sitting in this class full of like girls that were like, you know, late teens, early twenties, mm -hmm. like, and I was, and they were just young and and hot and the education, like they're really smart. Mm -hmm. um, and I just kind of learned from all of them. Everybody in my class, I got to learn from them because I was just a sponge at that time. Like I wouldn't raise my hand in college. Like I didn't even know that in order to go to the bathroom in college, you could just walk out of class. Like you don't got to raise your hand. You'd be like, hey, can I go to the bathroom teacher? <laughs> but also in high school, that's how I was going through those type of things oh. like, and taking college courses. Uh, but yeah, so I was, was like, that, yeah. that course kind of motivated me. What's up, bro? Nice seeing you, G. Oh, yeah, that's my bro right there. That's the homie. So um, that's what we was doing. We, uh, I mean, I basically got to, that was a privilege for me, even though I did it to catch up on credits. That's what motivated me to actually continue college and want to do different things. But then <laughs> once I graduated community college, I was like, man, do I really want to do the university thing? Um, just because I knew I had so, so much of, so much of me wanted to go to music school and I know I had to move to Ventura to LA like take that leap out here because um, I wasn't able to stay in Ventura I mean I tried it for a bit but the commute was like two three hours a day driving oh, wow. back and forth yeah wow. so I, ha I had to make a choice to move from Ventura back to LA and Ventura was like the city I emancipated in like that's when I went to college and stuff so it taught me a lot but since then I mean I'm successful I've been out here now for like mm -hmm. you know some years now you know what I mean a couple of years yeah and then did you so, go to like LA Film Academy or something? Yeah, I went to the LA Film and Recording School. Um, yeah. They call it Lars LA Film School, right on Sunset in Gower, like in the heart of Hollywood. I went there and then they like gave me a free MacBook. Well, it wasn't free, but you had to pay, pay it back because yeah. it's college eventually. Like when you graduate, you got your college loans and shit. But at the time, they just loan you it, you know, like you get this MacBook for free and all the music programs and video programs like Final Cut and Logic and all this other shit. And I just learned, like I was just soaking it up and I learned how to edit videos, I learned how to record my own music, learned how to do it, like they taught me so much, you know? And mm -hmm. I took that and I applied it later on, you know? And I didn't apply it right after when I left, when I finished with the school, but I applied it <laughs> once I got in the position to apply it mm -hmm. and was able to get everything right, you know, as far mm -hmm. as like branding and social media and all these other things that come with being a music artist in today you know mm -hmm. and then the first i guess big thing you got was the nbc right yeah i was on well i did the show with warner brothers um it was we called the fosters and i was on like two three episodes of that and then i was on the, i got the opportunity to be on the jay leno show which was mm -hmm. cool I did the Jay Leno show and I did a couple court shows. <laughs> yeah, some um, like Judge Hatchet. He was supposed to customize my kicks in Atlanta. And then I ended up getting a lawsuit because the shoes was like, I mean, at that time, $5,000 is a lot of money. I paid $5,000 to get my shoes customized. And we kind of settled the dispute over Judge Hatchet. And I ended up getting that guy. I sued him, successfully sued him, and I, he paid me five racks. Um, because he did my shoes wrong when he customized them for my birthday when I was in Atlanta. Yeah. And then, but was like getting into 
acting something that you wanted to do initially or? Uh, I mean, since I was a kid, I, I've always been, because I took a couple theater classes and stuff, like Tupac took theater classes. I don't oh. know if you know that. Yeah, I did. You know who Tupac is? Yeah. Of yeah, of course you know who Tupac is. Uh, he took some theater classes and stuff and um, it kind of made, it kind of helped him find his character of who he was, you know? Um, and it's no friend, like it's all authentic, but mm -hmm. it's just knowing yourself. Like it, theater taught me who I was, you know, as a person. So more authenticity comes out, you know, when I speak or I choose to, you know, act on something mm -hmm. true. So do you think that you're gonna still do acting or is it kind of just like on the back burner? Or well, was it always on the back burner? I mean, I'm booked, I'm booked this summer with shows. Um, I just put out like 50 songs, literally, mm -hmm. 50 songs on one project. I know, it's I called, saw that, I was like, what? I kept scrolling, when yeah. does this end? Yeah. <laughs> it's so long. It was called, it's called Legend, and <laughs> I, I picked, uh, was it Have a Great Day was my last project before then. The, the deluxe is like 10 songs, and then the project I did that was last year in 2017 is called New Wave, and that was like my introduction project. And um, that had 20 songs on it. So, so far, I've dropped over 100 songs in the last year. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, just was perfecting it, yeah. my craft. Was it difficult getting into music from acting? Um, I mean, to get into... I would say uh, no, because I started off actually doing music first. <laughs> oh. Like, that when I started, you know, my grandfather and the A-Track thing and me writing, it wasn't exactly like me writing lyrics, but it was like poetry, and I consider that still music, you know? Mm -hmm. And when I started writing, I got into that first, but I mean, as a kid, like, I did some Welch's great commercials and shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, I mean, I, I never really um, looked at it as my main thing mm -hmm. um, until, like, until I'm able to get, like, really sit down and do a full show that's based around uh, my character, you know, mm -hmm. um, and and something that we can really like move forward with. Like, if I can possibly land something with Netflix on the show that's uh, being written right now in any projects, I will definitely be down to, you know, pursue that. And but usually when I'm when I'm doing, I, I can multitask. Mm -hmm. So every time I've acted in things, like I've been able to also do music too on my time off even though it's really time consuming mm -hmm. i still been able to you know um multitask and get that off that music off while acting because for me it's a way of venting and i know being on uh sets and filming and stuff like reality tv like i did loving hip-hop and it was like a really that's on vh1 and that's mm -hmm. like a really like intense show when you're on set because there's so much going on and you don't only got to deal with the talent, you got to deal with like the, um, you know, the, the director, the assistant director, the uh, casting director, all these different personalities on set, you know? And um, like, that's what taught me how to multitask mm -hmm. because I wanted to be able to ventilate and in order to do that, I needed to make music. So that's what I did for fun. How did you meet um, people in the music industry initially? Um, originally, it's funny because I would just go to shows. Like, I, honestly, I, I mean, I come from mentors, not many music artists mm -hmm. and mentor. Although we do have um, Anderson Pack, which is pretty dope. 
Blue was like the first artist, I don't know if you heard Blue, BLU, he was like the first artist I ever heard of that was from Ventura. I was doing things outside of Ventura. And then later on, you got me, Leo Black, mm -hmm. you got guys like Kyle, you got guys like Anderson Pack, you got guys like uh, King, you know, all these different um, music talents coming out of Ventura. And it's dope because, like, I feel like, you know, we got a dope era of, of people, you know, uh, right now. 2018 well this interview probably 2028 y'all mm -hmm. still be looking at this you know and i'll still be a relevant artist mm -hmm. how did you get into the foster care uh originally i mean i got into foster care i actually go to this really cool event foster mother's day mm -hmm. and that's every year just actually past this past mother day since it's close to yeah that time i saw that picture yeah so um i got it I mean, I got involved with that organization when I moved to LA, and um, I met some really fortunate people in the organization at one of the events I attended, and from then on, I was able to keep my, kick my foot in the door in the foster care system in LA, because it's different from the foster care system in Ventura, which oh. I emancipated from. Um, Ventura has a lot more funding for foster care mm -hmm. um, than in a lot of other counties, and I've been able to participate and um, volunteer for different events like Foster Mother's Day or uh, CYC, California Youth Connections, or um, what's another one? The one's coming up tomorrow, actually. It's at full screen in Playa Vista, and it's uh, basically how to, it's called Hack Foster Care, and we're creating apps to be able to help foster youth communicate uh, more efficiently with their social workers mm -hmm. yeah so it's one of those yeah it sounds cool how about circus is that how you say it mm -hmm. circus is an app that i found out about when i came to la and it was because i wanted to get to know la a little bit more different clubs different hot spots to go to different shows and it was just like a i mean it's not where it's at now as far as a startup like it was just um it was just starting <coughs> Excuse me. Mm -hmm. It was in uh, it was in front of some of I mean like it was in its beginning stages of an app like a startup and that's when I was able to get in like I met someone at the W Hotel went to the W Hotel and the dude was like I can't believe I'm getting paid to be here <laughs> and I was like what are you getting paid to go to the W Hotel I mean I mean I was spending racks just to be here uh, just because of the networking and, and the like the quality of the experience you have when you go there for some of their night events. Um, and so he told me about the app, I downloaded it. And me and that guy actually is from Dubai. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so we kept in contact after that. Like every summer he comes out here from Dubai and we'll chill now. Um, but it's been like crazy, like two, three years. Oh, since wow. then, like going on three years. I've been with them for like two years now, two, two, two years and like two months, something like that. Mm -hmm. And you can check on my LinkedIn. <laughs> But you can check me out on Spotify person. too, yeah. Leo Black, and you can listen to my project oh my with 50 songs. It's called Legend, yeah. or Have a Great Day. Mm -hmm. Some of my most popular songs are on New Wave. That's one of the first projects I dropped. Um, uh, one of my most popular songs is called Running Through the City. Mm -hmm. Have you heard that song? Yeah, it's so good. I've heard it. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's been it was a hit. I put it out on SoundCloud first, and then. Later, I like it blew up on SoundCloud. Like I got so many retweets and Instagram posts because of that song, and then that really motivated me to stay on that same type of wave as far mm -hmm. as music. 
And I've been able to put that type of content out even now today. Still, we're collabing with Megalodon on a song we got now called Bus It. Yeah. What's the inspiration for that song? Um, well, basically, around the time that we made it, it was Coachella season and Beyonce was headlining. Mm -hmm. And I was inspired by her performance that she gave. I got to attend week two of Coachella. Nice. And, um, like, <laughs> Kalani, I listened to her, her album, Sweet Sexy Savage. That's why I dropped Kalani and said Savage on her. Mm -hmm. And then Lil Yachty, that was just me being, you know, creative <laughs> and basically thinking out loud i was thinking out loud because i thought the little yachty's head is dope you know like red mm -hmm. head so you know i was just hyped up off coachella and then made the hook it was easy yeah um but it was definitely something that was perfect timing um that's how i was able to come up with those lyrics she a mm -hmm. savage like kalani a red <laughs> head like yachty with a body like beyonce bust it bust it thank you bro <laughs> He's on the skateboard right now. That's actually me when you know in my neighborhood like I'm just around skating skating. <laughs> yeah, and I people be doing shit like this I'm just like hey, what's up? You know, Sorry, I'm in your way. I'm about to hop back on my penny board and you know, go to the donut shop <laughs> How would you say you've grown as a person since when you were younger? Um, since I was younger, I mean I've become a lot more mature uh, I was a lot more wild when I was younger um, just being a teenager growing up in central LA, you don't got the best influences, you know? Mm -hmm. So like, the people that were, you know, our influence was like game members, our drug dealers, and you know, things like that, mm -hmm. like when I was young. So, I mean, to be able to now be outside of that and see the successful people are the teachers, the lawyers, the doctors, professors, agents, you know, um, the people who necessarily don't look as flashy, uh, but they actually got real um, equity under them. And, uh, you know, they have assets and own properties and, you know, things like that. That's inspiring to know this is how you get money legitimately mm -hmm. and you're able to stay on the right path and, you know, be able to maneuver in the city because, you know, it's a lot going on out here. Mm -hmm. Where are you from? Hong Kong. Oh, I love Hong Kong. You've been there? Um, I, would, I mean, if I can go anywhere internationally, it'll be Hong Kong first. Really? You know I mean, definitely. Um, that that my girlfriend's from Hong Kong. No! Like, she's been living here for about four years. She's not even a citizen. Really? Mm-hmm. That's oh why they're, they're going to get married, so yeah. she can be get her green card, nah, her visa. Her <laughs> <laughs> visa. Um, <laughs> how would you say your music has changed since the early songs you made? Uh, my, I mean, it's gotten a lot more mature. Uh, <laughs> with time comes quality, you know? So I've been able to focus on quality now rather than quantity. Because when you, I mean, at least when I first came out, I just wanted um, that catalog of music, that, that body, that project, you know, mm -hmm. that you can give to someone so they can become a fan. Because, um, I mean, nowadays music is going so fast, like you can be, have someone just become a fan off of one of your songs. You can just mm -hmm. put one out. It's literally artists with like two songs out and they have a big fan base, you yeah. know? Um, so now it's a little bit different, but at least like four or five years ago, you know, it used to be about like, all right, can you get a full body, like a mixtape together, a solid mixtape, and throw it on blogs like uh, Dat Piff and Hot New Hip Hop and mm -hmm. all these different hip hop blogs that was yeah. popping at the moment because that's when blogs were big. I mean, they're still big, like Complex and things like that and Fader, mm -hmm. but now our Vice Land, but more of the people go to like YouTube to check their stuff out 
rather than the actual website, you know? Yeah. Like, I, I don't know when was the last time I was on Complex actual website rather than just going on their YouTube channel and checking out different stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. What would you say have been your biggest challenges so far? Um, my biggest challenges is just, um, I wouldn't say, <laughs> I mean, I have any challenges right now. Honestly, I just feel like I'm living and, you know, That's good. Um, I'm, I'm being patient. Mm -hmm. And I think that was one of my, my challenges early on, which just was like, I wanted stuff and I wanted it right now, mm -hmm. you know, rather than actually putting in the work, which, you know, I eventually would have to do to get where I want to be, you know, but some things, I mean, when you're young and you have that major imagination, you think some things are just going to pop up. Like mm -hmm. when I grow up, I'm going to be this. And you don't really think like you got to put the work in to be mm -hmm. that, you know? So um, that's where I'm at right now about putting the work in, you know, and making sure that I make the right decisions, right choices, surround myself with the right people and be patient, you know, and align myself with the right things to get where I want to go in life. Mm hmm what does success look like to you? Um, success looks like, to me, happiness. Mm -hmm. You know, true, true happiness. So that's why a lot of people define success as uh, like different, different things because different things make certain people happy. Um, not everybody was raised like me, so like the things that make you happy may not make me happy because I don't, I never experienced those things before. You know, mm -hmm. so. I got to experience first to know what's like and know what it makes me feel like, you know? Mm -hmm. What does love mean to you? Being one, you know, being aligned with each other, you know, mm. being being a team, working with each other and, um, you know, for showing each other affection and, and love and being patient with each other and understanding, you know, of each other and knowing who, you know, who, who they are and who you are and what, what I mean, where can you be able to basically I mean what people are in relationships for from my you know from my experience is because you want to you want to be able to say the things that I've said show love and affection things like that but also make that person a better person um, you know no matter where where that person lacks you know are some flaws just be accepting of those flaws and, and see how where can you be at um, to help that person and whatever it, it, it is that they need help in rather than their own their personal family issues or you know their, their work or their um, emotional issues mental physical things like that you know so say if you want to be able to this this year if you wanted one of your goals is you had a new year's resolution for 2018 i guess just this <laughs> yeah and what's yeah. that what does that consist of trying to live off it <laughs> yeah and where, where do you think you're going to need to be to live off your um your skills exposure really your talent god-given yeah. talent exposure and what is what do you see as exposure like followers are you know uh being able to afford certain things you know i guess mostly uh, views trying views. to get bigger artists through that and then like people actually seeing it as a legit platform okay we'll see whatever people and consider as a legit platform so you don't know where that legitimacy lands yet like i think it's a combination of subs subs views, subscribers on youtube types of people well views, caliber algorithms yeah. yeah that sort of things um and those are all things that 
I mean, the internet has taught us nowadays uh, that definitely whatever it is, like fan base or um, what do you call that? Like, uh, like when you have a wide audience, mm -hmm. you know, our targeted audience, our um, a, a, like really organic audience that you've built yourself, that no matter what you align yourself with, um, your fans are, are, you know, that following is going to follow you to the other platform and that's what's happening right now because what me and Megalodon is doing for Busset, uh, he has a total different audience in the dubstep scene than I do in the hip-hop scene. Last question, what do you want to be remembered for? Um, I want to be remembered um, for the energy that I put out in the universe. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, um, things that you might not see in interviews and things like that I did in people's lives behind the scenes. Um, you know, that just, I feel like um, every person has the choice uh, to, to make a difference in, in others' lives, you know, um, somehow, some way, and a positive impact while they're doing it. And when it comes to the foster care system, which I, um, you know, something that I, it's really close to me and something I experienced personally, and I definitely want to make an impact in that field and things like tech, which I work now. Um, I definitely see me being able to emphasize and you know be a be a plus, you know, be not be more of a liability, but be a asset to tech, you know, and you know implement certain things that help push the tech culture forward, you know, with social media and all these different apps and things like that. Um, and with music, uh, just to be able to same, you know, make a positive impact and be, you know, be remembered for all the, you know, every song that I put out that may not be my hottest song out, yeah. but songs that I made because I know other people were going through the same things that I've been through that might not have a, a light shed on it. Yeah, I love um, that. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs>